Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good. Um, you know, you're keeping well. I hope everybody's training. Hope everybody's pretty pleased with the week of training that they just had. Um, it's, geez, it's nearly the end of another week, which I guess is just crazy. And so like, you know, obviously, I feel what I'm texting a lot at the minute. Someone texts me and they say, how you doing? And they say, you know, how are you coping with this? And I write back, oh, you know, I'm doing what I can. You know, what the fuck is that? I'm doing what I can. <laughs> I feel like I've texted that to everybody. Oh, mate, you know, sure, we're all just doing what we can. <laughs> um, it is quite funny. Like, it does make me laugh. Um, but yeah, I guess we are. But look, it can't be that bad because there's another week gone. And I'm talking about my own personal experience of coronavirus, of course. Um, you know, I'm not speaking for people that have potentially lost loved ones. I'm not speaking for people that, you know, God, there's cases where, and maybe this is every case, you know, loved ones are, you know, passing away and, and you're not even allowed to go to the hospitals. And so I think some people's, like, experience with coronavirus is going to be a lot worse. I think if you if you actually caught the virus, you know, that, that could be really difficult too um but look another week another week has passed um and so if you are fortunate enough and you know you haven't caught the virus and you know a family member hasn't you know make the most of make the most of this time um you know when we talk about not loving work and we probably talk about like you know you'd probably love someone offered you you know if you could go back two months and someone offered you you can have the next two months off working from home, but you're not allowed to go on holiday and you're only allowed out once a day and, and all stuff like this. You'd probably still have took it. You'd probably be like, I don't have to go into work. Done. You know, so um, it, what, what we don't seem to like as humans when choice and freedom's taken away. So it wasn't our choice. We didn't we didn't bring this on ourselves. This was just sort of thrown at us. Um but I think that's a really interesting way to, to look at it. Um, so, no, look, that's another week. Um, it's going to be a big training week for me. A lot of hard work. Um, decent session Tuesday morning. Case. Um, because I've been biking, and some, most nights I bike pretty hard, actually. So what, it, what it's kind of done, which is really nice, is it's taken away a bit of the pressure in the morning. So if I'm out doing K's in the morning, I'm just not as stressed about them because I know, you know, so long as I get a decent session done, then that night I can jump on the bike. If I kill myself this morning doing these K's, chances are that night, you know, I'm not going to be capable of doing much on the bike. So, but I mean, it doesn't mean that I don't get my session done. You know, I still get the session done. Um, but I, I guess I also, I, I've also really only been doing you know, on that Tuesday, I only do like a three-quarter session or even a half, I guess. Like six by K to me really isn't a lot. So um, that's linked to other things, physio, motivation, you know, stuff like that. Like I'm just, I'm just not going to go through this period and, you know, try to beat myself up every day. No way. Um, so today, Saturday. Saturday means cycling Ireland race. Um Oh, I get so pumped for these. Now, obviously, it's been a big training week. I did the K's Tuesday. The the tempo run that I did Thursday. The tempo run Thursday was pretty tough. Um, I don't know if I expected it to be easier. Um, 
I was tired. You know, I do the Ks Tuesday morning and then Tuesday night I did a mountain climb on the on the bike, you know. Um and it's online, but they, they if you're climbing they change the resistance of your like indoor trainer. So it feels like you're fucking climbing. And I did that and that took me fifty minutes. It was eighty minutes total, but you know, twenty or thirty minutes you're just kinda cycling to the mountain, I suppose you could say. Um but I can tell you now that was that was pretty tough. I was pretty tired at the end of that, really tired actually. Probably way more tired than the case. So when I was doing the the tempo Thursday, come on Nala, come. You know, my, my legs were pretty tired, but aerobically and the heart rate felt really good. But Thursday for anyone that doesn't, you know, follow um Strava or Instagram or things like this, um I did nine miles and I went five fifteen for one mile, then four fifty five for a mile, and then four forty five. And so I did that three times, so it ends up being nine mile. But the nine mile was sub five minute mile pace and you know it's continuous, so put that down. Oh I'm tired telling the dog to stop eating things. Put it down. No Oh she just swallows it. Oh fantastic. Dogs are absolutely mental. No, she didn't swallow it, she still got it. <laughs> now she doesn't want me to get it. Get put it down. You're not eating plastic. Okay, you did swallow it, you wee witch. Um But yeah, Thursday was good, it was tough. Um, but I like that, you know, I, I don't mind that, but I would say, you know, I would say it was more tough because, you know, the extra biking. Now, I'm a big fan and, and a big believer and you've just got to crack on. So, you know, and what I mean by that is like, like I could take the bike stuff out and I could feel fresher for the tempo and it could feel a bit easier. And, you know, maybe the heart rate or the speed would have been a bit faster. I don't know. The speed didn't need to be faster. It was plenty good enough. Um, but, you know, your your next race, really your next race is just a sum of all the training that you've done. So if you've done a good amount of training, and I mean, like, how do you how do you break 210 from, for a marathon? Do you break 210 for a marathon? doing six by a K on a Tuesday morning, a tempo on a Thursday, and hills on a Saturday. Personally, I think if you did, we'd have a lot more sub-210 marathon runners. And that's just my personal opinion. Now, I could be wrong, but I just think, like, there must be something else. And I'm not saying that that something else is, you know, Nala, come here. That something else is, you know, climbing a mountain, when you come home from your case or you know when you've done your tempo thursday come this way when you've done nala this way when you've done your tempo thursday you know come coming home jumping on the the trainer and doing i think thursday night i did like power reps so it was like neuromuscular so thursday morning was obviously threshold sometimes after threshold come here you know, you could have done some sort of like sprints or some hills or things like that. It's quite good to work two energy systems. Come. Um, but obviously I didn't. So by doing some of that neuromuscular power stuff. Now, I don't know if that is, you know, what they say is sub 210. But come here. But I but I can tell you that it's probably closer. Nala. Sorry, I'm just getting closer to the road. So it's harder to manage. Nala. Hey. Come here. She doesn't love walking home, so she's a bit reckless. Come here. Good girl. Here. Here. 
just looking at me with the toy, no interest. Um, yeah, look, like I was saying, maybe that is closer to the, you know, the little picture that you would paint of sub 210. And it's not, it's not about the bike. I know Lance Armstrong said that one time. It's not about the bike. I think he had a book written about it. Um, but it's not. It, it's that an athlete is willing during a shitty time like this pandemic to go and do a session in the morning and then come home and rest for a bit and then go do a session that night on a bike. You know, that's that's what it's about, you know. So that's the way I look at it. I could be doing worse things than try than trying to do double sessions and hoping that my body... Now, in fact, take hoping away. I don't hope that my body recovers. I do everything that I possibly can to help it with the stim machine, self-massage, Normatec boots... Um, Epsom baths. I do everything that I possibly can to give my body the best chance of recovery. Um, and so that's all you can do. But, you know, I always talk about writing a good story. Come on. Come on. Good girl. You know, you have to, you have to, if you, if you want a big result, look, there has to be, you have to be able to write the story. And you know, you're going to get to the end of a race. And what's going to happen at the end of this big lengthy period about the coronavirus is we're going to get to the end of it and you're going to race and some people are going to race well and some people aren't. Some people are going to race like shitty, excuse my language, but that's that's just the way it is. Um, and, and someone's going to ask you, they're going to say, hey, you know, you know, like, what did you do during coronavirus? You seem to be really fit. How did you how did you manage that? And I can tell you that the answer would not be. I sat on my couch drinking red wine and I ran when I could. Sure, you know how it is. It was tough for us all. So I just did what I could. You know what I mean, darling? That's not going to be the answer. In fact, there's no fucking way the people that are going to race well, that's going to be their answer. Now, that doesn't mean they didn't have any red wine or they didn't sit in their couch at all. But you know what I mean? That's not the story that you're going to tell. The story that that athlete is going to tell is going to be something along the lines of, you know, I found a way, I found a way to keep training, you know, whether it's I bought a treadmill, whether it's, um, you know, like me, like, um, you know, bought the, bought the road bike and, you know, got the turbo and got set up on this app called Zwift and, and that adds the whole like competitive nature to it and things like this. Like there's going to be a story and, your story will either be, um, ah, oh, flip's sake, before coronavirus, I thought I was going to go to London Marathon and break through at three hours. Now I could barely break 3.30. Oh, tell me what happened. You know, you know, explain to me what went on. Ah, oh, you know, I just, I just felt sorry for myself. I just didn't have the motivation, you know, oh, you know yourself, sure, it was tough and all the rest of it. And, and, and there's just no excuses. You think the next marathon cares? The next marathon doesn't give a shit what your excuse is. It just, you know, it's still 26 miles. And they're not, because of coronavirus, they ain't going to make the next marathon 26 and a half miles or 25, or sorry, 25 and a half miles or 25. It's still going to be fucking 26.2 miles. There's still going to be wind. There's still probably going to be like, you know, shitty things that's going to happen on the road to your marathon. And look, that's just the way it is. So the sooner you realize that, the sooner you start to crack on. So, you know, I've been, I've been cracking on pretty good. Um, I'm doing the most ever training hours per week. Now, I don't know what that means. Um, you know, having loose conversations with a coach, it's like if training hours was the only thing that mattered, you know, there's a lot of triathletes out there that would be 
um, you know, 26 minute runners for 10 K because these guys are fucking putting in time. You know, these guys are putting in heaps of time. So time certainly can't be the only thing, but if the worst thing you did over the sort of coronavirus and all this sort of, you know, situation, pandemic, lockdown, whatever, whatever we want to call it, however we want to label it. If the worst thing you did was put in more training hours than you've ever done before. Well, fuck me, you know, here, that's not bad. Um, I take that every day of the week. So that's what I've been doing. Um, this week's probably going to be about 15 or 16 hours. It's kind of went 13 and a half, 15. And then hopefully this week will be 15 or 16. And then I'm actually going to take an easy week. Um, I wrote all my training down. You know, I wrote down what I've been doing. I wrote down, like, all the cycling um, with the running combined. And as I looked at it, it just looked it just looked a little bit messy. And, like, for example, you know, like yesterday, I'm about to do a cycling race today. But when I was on the bike yesterday, instead of just riding easy, I actually went not hard but I did like a little bit of a session and like there's just no need for that like it's cool that I did it and it's good that I had the motivation to do it but there was no need for it like you know I did a double session Thursday I did a fucking nine mile tempo run that was really good you know I broke 45 minutes for nine mile and then I was always planning to do this little race scenario today but like yesterday I decided to do like a little session on the bike, you know, I'm just so keen, like, absolutely crazy, but so keen, I just love it, love putting in X, love putting in the work, um, love working, like, not hard, hard, but, like, you know, I enjoy pushing, I don't enjoy easy, I don't find easy that fun, um, so the easy week is basically just to let everything freshen up, um just to let things calm down to add a bit better structure to make sure that when i do sort of jump back into training that there is structure in place you know it's not just random um it's not going to be like like i'm not going to do nothing i'm still going to do um probably like half the volume that i would normally do um yeah probably like half volume that i would normally do um and then but also, like, at the end of that week, I might do, like, a fairly tough session just to see has everything sort of, like, calmed down. Because at the minute, like, heart rate's been really low, but I might not necessarily have felt really good. Um, so, you know, like, I'll be training and I'll be like, oh, my God, look how low that heart rate is. That's awesome. But, like, if you can't get your heart rate up, it's not a good thing. So having a low heart rate isn't always the most amazing thing. It's good if you're feeling really good that day and and if you wanted to, you could push it as high as you wanted to basically. But obviously it's not good if you've got a really low heart rate, but you can't really use your heart rate. So, you know, you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, why does it feel like I'm working really hard, but my heart rate's not that low. Um, So that's what you have to be careful of. That's the balance. Um, Finding a balance within there is obviously important. I definitely think the bike is bringing the heart rate down. Things like rest and heart rate have been far lower. Um, you know, that's really cool. Um, things like heart rate on easy days has been a lot lower. You know, I found myself out running on an easy day and, you know, gosh, my heart rate 
my heart rate like at maybe like even like 620 to 630 pace might be like I don't know, like, it's pretty low, like 128. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. So in my head, I'm thinking like, oh my God, is that like, is that the extra time I've been putting in? Is that like, you know, I, I talked about doing more training time. Is that the time side of things that I've been putting in? Like, that's exciting. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's all food for thought. The only way they actually know if it's helping is to have the easy week and then put a pretty decent session in place whereby you go and you test everything and you see, you know, how is this going, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so <clears throat> that's what we'll see. Um, I guess we'll, <clears throat> I guess time will tell, um, you know, if it's, if it's helping um, and if the biking's helping, you know, when it gets to like, nearly the end of the easy week next week, you know, if I find that heart rate low, but I'm still able to push, then, you know, we'll know, brilliant, the cycling's really helping. If it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean that, um, you know, I'm not going to, like, continue cycling, um, because at the end of the day, um, what the cycling has done for me, um, and what it's done a really good job of, actually, for me, um is just get me through coronavirus you know it's a it's a tough time i think for you know for everybody um and and so like it's just been really nice to have something um to like take your mind off of things maybe we could say um something that isn't running related something that it's just completely new um and i think that's really cool like um, I had no idea that I would, you know, ever, ever like um, cycling at all. Um, so, you know, that, that's been so nice that, you know, I found something that I can kind of enjoy um, and that I can I can do at home and, and it's safe and it's, it, you know, it's not bothering anybody. It's just in the house and, and things like this. Like, um, that's what's been quite cool about it. So um, easy week coming up. Plenty of training has been done which I'm, you know, really happy about. Um, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I, I also decided to accept an entry to Boston in September. Um, you know, I got a new offer. I already had a contract with Boston for April. This is a new contract, like different offer, um, a, a better offer than April, which is really good. Um, and, you know, it's something to focus on whether or not, you know, marathons later in the year exist. I don't know. Don't know the answer to that. I don't think anybody does. We might find out in the next few weeks. Obviously, Berlin got shut down. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, so, you know, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, take care of yourselves and be good.